Serving up a healthy dose of news, traffic, and engaging opinion. This is Good Morning Hamilton with Rick Zamperin on 900 CHML. Order, please. Order, please. Call security and have the value cleared. This committee stands in recess. I ask the councillors to leave the room and go into the antechamber now, please. Public delegations during a budget meeting at Hamilton City Hall last night abruptly adjourned after a large group of protesters who were opposed to the 2023 police budget uh, went into the chambers and disrupted the session. Councillors had uh, only heard from about half of the close to 50 scheduled speakers, which is unfortunate for those who could not share their views. Sonia Hill is a volunteer with the Hamilton Encampment Support Network and joins us now on Good Morning Hamilton. Sonia, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Were you at yesterday's rally in the City Hall forecourt and at the public meeting? Yes, very proudly. I was there. Uh, I'm actually Mohawk from Six Nations, born and raised in Hamilton, Ontario. So we brought the drum out. We had a couple people share a song. It was really great. Um, Yeah, I was in there at Council Chambers yesterday. How would you describe the atmosphere inside? Very high energy. Um, I think people are really tired in this city of seeing so much violence uh, from police and and thinking that more money is going to go towards that. I think people were really mobilized to do something. Um, and so, yeah, yesterday was, if something like a show that we're going to keep coming back, um, if this budget does unfortunately go through, um, we're going to just keep coming back and doing what we need to do to have our voices heard. So why are you opposed to the increase, the proposed increase at this point in the police budget? Yeah, um, as I've said, we see lots of violence uh, towards Black, Indigenous, racialized people as well, um, but also houseless folks. Um, So working with Hamilton Encampment Support Network um, over the last, I would say, about four or five months now for myself uh, has really like opened my eyes to the amount of violence um, from police to to houseless folks in particular. there was somebody who lives on the streets um, who came to the action yesterday um, and was having their voice heard as well um, about, you know, the realities of being on the streets and uh, trying to live a good life and having everything constantly stolen out from under you, having cops tear down uh, your tent and throw all of your belongings away, having to start over, over and over again. Um, during COVID, uh, the city was fining houseless folks $500 just for being uh, just for existing in the world. Uh, and we think about like that violence and how that, that would constantly push somebody back. Like, think about it, you know, you've got a little bit of money to keep yourself fed. Um, and then all your stuff gets torn down, you lose everything. And now you have, you owe the city $500. I think that's absolutely disgusting. Um, and I know I'm not alone in that. Um, so yeah, I think that directing more money towards this type of violence, um, and that's not even talking about um, violence that police enforce uh, against Black, Indigenous, people of color. Uh, this is just the tip of the iceberg. Uh, the statistics are out there. Uh, we know that cops cause more violence in our city. Uh, we know that cops also escalate violence. Uh, we heard from some youth yesterday that bringing the cops into council chambers would put a lot of people at risk of violence. Um, we know that Black and Indigenous folks are at higher risk of violence from police. Um, and you heard the fear in youth's voice about police coming into council chambers during a peaceful uh, disruption. 
Sonny and Hill. So just, yeah, so, sorry just being aware so, of that violence for sure. Sonny Hill is a volunteer with the Hamilton Encampment Support Network joining us here on Good Morning Hamilton on 900 CHML. How much money do you want City Council to direct to helping Black, Indigenous, homeless, other vulnerable individuals? How about we start with the 12 million proposed increase? So right now, the proposed increase to the police budget is 6.1%. So that would bring us to about 193 uh, million for the police budget. That is four times the amount that we spend on housing. Um, and way more, on, we spend way more on cops than we do any other budget line. So definitely redirecting some of these funds toward housing. Um, housing that would keep people like safe and warm. Uh, there's no reason why no, everybody in this city should not have a place to live. Um, also, something that we're advocating for is safe consumption sites. So that's something that we know has some pushback in the city, but uh, we believe that if you provide folks the supports and the resources uh, to be well, that they will be well and people will get better. So instead of punishing people for uh, the ways that they've been stigmatized by society, um, like example, for being houseless, for being somebody who uses drugs, instead of stigmatizing people for that, how about supporting those people in our community, pouring resources into supporting those folks uh, to be well and to get better, whatever that looks like for them. Um, yeah. So how confident are you that having, because part of this budget increase is to hire more officers on a yearly basis. I think the number is 12 or 13 new officers every year. How confident are you that having fewer officers on the streets will lead to a safer community? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that like we get this question a lot of like, I guess people assume that police keep them safe. And I think for most people in our community, this isn't true. Uh, I think that that's a narrative that has been kind of pushed and accepted uh, by folks who who believe in the police. Uh, and as Indigenous folks, as Black folks, as racialized folks, as houseless folks, as disabled folks, as trans folks, as queer folks, we know that the police don't keep us safe. So for the majority of us, the police don't keep us safe. So having less, less cops on the streets um, actually makes our communities more safe. Uh, you have less people being harassed by police just for existing, um, less violence that comes from that. Um, we know that police actually escalate violence. So if this is, so for example, if somebody is going through a mental health crisis and police arrive instead of community services that could genuinely support and help this person through whatever they're going through, uh, these people often unfortunately end up severely injured or dead. So when it comes to situations like this, where cops are actually escalating harm, um, it's not helpful to have more and more cops around. Um, and as somebody who's grown up in this city, I've lived everywhere in the city. <clears throat> I've spent my whole life in the city. Um, I can tell you that like cops don't make me feel safe and having more of them, uh, definitely doesn't feel like a solution at this point. If more, if the cops are giving more and more money every single year at budget time, uh, and we don't see a decrease in, in, in crime, however you define that, um, we need to start asking some questions around, do the cops genuinely actually keep us safe? Sonia, appreciate your opinion on this. Thanks for sharing your views and uh, enjoy your day. Thank you so much. Take care. Wake up with the information you need to get the most out of your day. You're listening to Good Morning Hamilton with Rick Zamperin on 900 CHML.